0: Covering pro wrestling bell to bell, it's talking bumps with Tiny and Alex. Welcome back to Talking Bumps. I'm your host Tiny, along with our co-host Alex. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. We we don't have too much to cover. We're, we're going to make the best of of what has uh, quickly become a a really crappy situation with with the coronavirus. It has. Uh, I'm going to say this, Alex, and you know, let me know what you think. As of right now, to me. Pro wrestling is dead.
1: It's, de- <laughs> it's definitely hurting, right? I actually, yeah. I was supposed to be at Double or Nothing in Vegas. That obviously has been has been moved now, uh, not going on live anymore. Um, you know, who knows about AEW's pay-per-views. Obviously, uh, WWE is kind of soldiering on here with uh, having their money in the bank pay-per-view. But I, I have
0: to agree, it, it's just simply not the same right now. It's just not. Let me ask you this question. Do you think that... Uh, and i know that the answer the obvi- the the actual answer to this question is well they cannot do that i understand WWE has uh, obligations that we cannot even begin to to comprehend and, and i know they have television obligations but do you think in a best case scenario that they should just suspend operations
1: i would i would say so the reason i, I would say that is because i've been kind of a
0: proponent for
1: a number of years is to sort of an off season, at least for the WWE. I think that it makes sense to kind of um, reset a little bit and have an off season. Now I know obviously that doesn't work with their television deal, Right. And you know, and that was the big reason why they, they fought so hard to be considered an essential business in Florida because of their contracts with, with Fox. Like I think USA would probably be okay or more okay a little bit more lenient, but Fox really wants SmackDown on their their, you know, on their network because they paid a lot of money to have it on there, and they don't want anything impacting that, so I think that's kind of the big driver, but yeah, I think it would have made sense for kind of everybody to just take a step back, take a breather, and then yeah. come back and, and do it again.
0: I think what we need to address, too, is along these lines with, with the coronavirus, we, we know last time we talked, we were covering WrestleMania. It doesn't seem like it's been that long ago, but it's been a month, and we talked about how at the last minute, WWE had to pivot for the Universal Championship match and go from uh, Goldberg facing Roman Reigns to Goldberg facing Braun Strowman. And the reason was is that Roman Reigns, coming off of uh, what, what I believe was his second bout with cancer that he, he beat, thank goodness, is in remission for him, he is still what is considered uh, immunocompromised. And I don't think anybody w- would say that he shouldn't have made the decision that he made. Now that we're a month removed... I don't know if you've seen this or not, Alex, but there are a lot of outlets that are reporting that basically WWE is not happy with Roman Reigns, and they're saying that it is because of his decision to forego his WrestleMania appearance that he has been all but uh, banned from being mentioned in any way, shape, or form or referenced on WWE television. Have you heard that?
1: Yeah, and, and he was even removed from a promo package um on Monday that I thought was, uh, you know, or uh, I'm sorry, Friday that I thought was kind of interesting. Like they're, they're kind of, I don't want to say they're scrubbing him of recent mentions, but there has been absolutely zero mention of Roman Reigns at all. Um, And I'm not really sure what the, what the next steps are for him. I think it's unfortunate because I think that he made the right decision, you know, as, as somebody who is immunocompromised, it made sense for him to back out. Right. Yes. It was last minute, but this is, Sort of unparalleled circumstances in the modern era. So I, I just don't have any issue with him doing that. I'm surprised that he went really from being the guy. I mean, he was—he really should have gotten the belt, and then now. What's going on? Who knows? Well,
0: if you look at the web, if you look at WWE's website and go to Superstars, he is still on there, but he is way, 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 way down. I mean, you literally have to to look for him or do a Control-F search to, to find him. But here's what I think, because you know me. I'm not big on conspiracy theories in any facet, real life or sports entertainment or wrestling or, or, or whatever terminology you want to use. I'm not big on those conspiracy theories. Here's what I think, and this kind of piggybacks on on what I brought up um, I, I don't know if I brought it up on our last podcast or or just to, to you and I in private talking. But why would you? You know that he's not going to be able to come back in the in the current set of circumstances. He's, you know, even though they're running on a skeleton crew and they're doing taking every precaution they possibly can. And I'm not arguing whether or not Vince McMahon should still be running any type of program. I'm not arguing that at all. You know, think what you want to think on that. You know those those of you who are listening to us right now, but. Roman Reigns is not going to suddenly decide, you know what, I want to come back. It, it it's not gonna be that way. Some things are gonna to have to change. We're gonna to have to, you know, put this coronavirus behind us, I think, for that to happen. And and no, I don't think anybody could blame him. So I don't think that, and we'll just say Vince McMahon. I don't think Vince McMahon is saying, you know what, we're not mentioning him because. Now I, do I think he's saying don't mention him? Absolutely. Do I think yeah. he's saying don't accent him? Absolutely. But I think it's the reason that everybody is getting incorrect. The reason I think is because the moment that you mention him, it puts a thought in people's heads. It brings back to light in someone in people's heads. Where has he been? And Vince knows he's not getting him back on television for a while. So why would you even, you know, try to to bait that hook? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think there's you know, there, there have been the rumors of all the backstage heat on Roman. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't really either. don't think. Nope. I think. I think this is a practical issue, and they're handling it as practically as possible, which in turn could look like they're, they're kind of trying to scrub him right, but I don't think that is really the intention. I don't think that's uh, the motive behind it. Yeah. Well,
0: look at all how many superstars are they not currently using on TV. They're not mentioning them either
1: absolutely and and they've even you know released a pretty good chunk of superstars over the past month and some of them are still technically on contract until, you know, they would run out. You know, some of them are on, on until June or July, and they're still not mentioning them at all, not using them in any angles. Uh, Sarah Logan was the closest thing that we saw before she was released uh, being used. So, hmm, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to see.
0: So, let's talk about you had mentioned off air that you had wanted to touch on some of the releases or something to do with the releases. So, I think the biggest uh, thing that I would like to cover is the Money in the Bank that's going to take place at WWE headquarters. Uh, let's save that for the end, but uh, let's talk about some of these releases that have happened since we've last spoken.
1: Yeah, so WWE made a, a very large rash of releases. Um, really, kind of started uh, kind of the middle end of April, um, and so here's kind of the, the complete list as it stands right now. So Kurt Angle has been released makes sense he's kind of retired anyway so right you know, not a huge deal i think if he does come back he'll come back in in some sort of uh, managerial sort of way some sort of tv role but he has gone for right now uh rusev is a big one that's one of the bigger ones that's been released uh no idea where he's going to land quite yet drake maverick is also gone of uh, 205 live fam yeah but he uh,
0: he got. did you see the video he made he got really emotional
1: yeah it was heartbreaking i watched it he, he put that out uh, on the 15th which was when he was released and uh, you know, it's just heartbreaking to, to see these guys that have put so much effort in, and uh, especially, you know, in the, in the cruiser weight, and the 205 live uh, areas, to, to just kind of be disregarded, I guess, at this point. But, I, you know, I understand. I mean, hopefully some of these folks will be brought back. Drake would be one of the top that I think would, would end up coming back, uh, just because he's so good. He conveys so well on television. But, uh, yeah, who knows? Um, Carl, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows are also both uh, gone so that's interesting especially with AJ returning AJ returned on Monday uh, so no bull club or no uh, OC I guess original club uh, going <laughs> on anymore um, Eric Young is gone EC3 is gone uh, his promo package came out uh, for him to probably get back on the Indies we'll see what happens with him Kurt Hawkins, uh, Leo Rush Heath Slater, Aiden English Sarah Logan, uh, Mike Yoda. I can't believe that Mike Yoda has been one of the, the longest uh, referees the company has seen. I mean, he's been with the company since the 1980s. He's gone. Uh, Primo and Epico Cologne, who I actually didn't even realize were still on the roster. That makes me kind of sad. I kept yeah. it, that I didn't that. Eric Rowan is also gone. Mike and Maria canellis Zach Ryder. No Way Jose. Uh, Cassius Ono, uh, which is crazy. Um, Tino Sabatelli. Curtis Axel. So, uh, you know, uh, just a, a really, a lot of, a lot of good yeah. talent. <clears> you
0: but know? you know, aside from Rusev, there's really nothing on that list that surprises me. It's like, you know, what surprises me most about that list you just went over, Alex, is that Heath Slater was able to survive this long.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, remember his run with Rhino uh, just a couple years back, but um, yeah, he really has kind of held on. Um, some of these guys have been holding on, I would argue for a long time. Um You know, Primo Depico. I again, I didn't realize they were still on the roster until I found out they were released. Right, and I think if
0: anything, you know, and and let me preface this by saying I'm I'm so uh, I'm so sorry that these guys and and gals you know lost their jobs. It's never a a good thing. So uh, you know, at the outset, let's let's just lead with that. But at the same time, I think what this does is it proves that you know WWE does not need all of this talent they don't you know I it seems like they have just been a hoover vacuum the past few years and they've just been sucking up as much talent as they can without letting them go and I think it's kind of like a a, you know even though this is very prevalent in today's society I don't mean it to be but it's kind of like the fire code violations like look you know there's only so much you can take in before you need to start letting some out and I think that that's what this will prove to vince mcmahon is that look you know we don't have to have this massively deep bench and and we can let these people go and i, I don't think the product is going to suffer
1: yeah i agree and i mean we've seen the debut of uh carrying cross he came on last night formerly killer cross um in, you know incredible entrance last night uh Uh, with him and and Scarlett I believe so that was that was cool so they are bringing new talent in They're they're bringing new people to NXT Uh, I I do think that yeah (laughs) you're right they just had too much talent to be able to showcase everybody effectively it just wasn't really working out you know and and that said is AEW going to pick up Kurt Hawkins I don't know Kurt Hawkins just came out today and was talking about he watches every episode loves it I don't I don't know if that's a fit maybe because again he trained MJF that you know there's a lot of connections there with the AEW scene uh the revival um formerly the revival uh are are looks like they're going to AEW I mean they they spoke out they uh, went on uh, Talk is Jericho um so it's it's all but confirmed that um you know, they're going to end up in AEW. So, you know, some of them will and some of them won't. And, and AEW is going to run to the same problem if they keep, you know, bringing in new talent. I think they've done really well with Matt Hardy, uh, you know, but I think they're going to have to kind of ease off with bringing in old WWE talent yeah. uh, for, at least for now.
0: Well, let's, let's – re- was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we get to Money in the Bank, Alex? No, that's pretty much it. Okay, let's move on to Money in the Bank. I had no idea that this – I knew the pay-per-view was happening. I had no idea – that it was happening this way until a couple days ago when Facebook was bombarded with the, the ad for the Money in the Bank ladder match that is apparently going to find its way through the entirety of WWE headquarters uh, leading up to everything being set up on the roof. Now it is obvious that this has already been recorded. Uh, you can You can look at the promo, and believe me, they have the ring set up, they have everything set up on the roof, so you can bet your bottom dollar that it's already a done deal. Right. Yep. Agreed. Because they don't just—they didn't just have those shots. It, it, like you know what? Let, let's just put the ring up and all, and set it up exactly the way it's going to be, just so that we can shoot a promo for it. No, Money in the Bank is—it's done. So th- this looks like it's going to be, and obviously one of the pre-recorded things is this going to be happening for every all the Money in the Bank matches That it's going to be a fight throughout the headquarters leading up to the roof, or just one, or, or what's what have you heard about this?
1: Yeah, we don't actually have a whole lot of info, right? So, you know, we know about the unique twist, uh, you know, but it, you know, obviously they're not taking place inside the performance center, you know, they're happening simultaneously at the WWE headquarters. Uh, so apparently, both the men's and women's Money in the Bank matches uh, will begin on the ground floor, uh, and then they move all the way up to the rooftop. Now, again, we're not really sure how any of this is going to work. It's uh, kind of an interesting gimmick, right? Like, I, I actually. When they kind of came through with this idea of, of doing this instead of, you know, having the ladder matches at the Performance Center, I thought, wow, you know what? Actually, brilliant idea, right? Yeah. Like, change of scenery, this makes a lot of sense to me. Um, so that should be interesting to see what goes down at the Titan Towers in Stamford, Connecticut. If you have never seen uh, the WWE headquarter building, it is huge. Um, it is a very, very large building right in downtown Stamford. I grew up about 10 minutes away from it. Um, so I would drive past it all the time. And by I, the way,
0: soon to be former WWE headquarters.
1: Right, right, exactly. So, you know, use it while you got it, right? <laughs>
0: so here's a question though, that, that is burning, uh, Alex. And, and I just want to know your take is someone going over the top of the building?
1: Oh gosh. You know, it's, it's funny. Ray Mysterio cut a promo about, how he wouldn't uh, hold back if he had to have somebody tossed off the, at the top of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't shock me, right? Wouldn't shock me. We've seen a lot of theatrics from the WWE in, in recent weeks, especially with WrestleMania and that uh, burial match or Boneyard match with AJ and Undertaker. You know, lots of theatrics. I love that stuff. I think if they incorporate that storytelling into a match like this, it could actually go over, yeah.
0: There we go. Well, hey, Alex, it's been awesome talking to you, buddy. And uh, hopefully we can get one of these out uh, after Money in the Bank, if it's worth covering. If not, we'll talk to you in about a month, okay? Yep, sounds good. It's Talking Bumps with Tiny and Alex. Follow Talking Bumps on Twitter at Talking Bumps.